It's not preaching. We're talking about God's word, but we're having a conversation. Get them saved. So the question I have is, why is it so bad to be a Christian? Jesus says, okay, Peter, who do you say that I am? You are the Messiah, you know, the son of the living God. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Life is a Weirdo podcast. Um, looking forward to another week. My name is Cody, and I'm joined with uh, my co-host, uh, Josh Sanders. Josh, welcome What's to the podcast. What's up, everybody? Oh, my goodness. You're so boring when it comes to your intro. <coughs> I wish I could hear it so I can do it. Cause I, I think it's like... always energetic. Huh? I think I think my intros are always energetic. Your I intro think... is 0% energetic. I think the audience will disagree. Okay. Um, Josh, how you doing today, man? I'm good, man. Good. Glad to be off work. Yeah, yeah, me too. Work today. Okay, was... you didn't even work. Well, look, those vacation days ain't gonna take theirself. Yeah. So I think I got some money to take, but you know, they'll come eventually. Yeah, maybe we'll reverse the seat next time. You'll you'll be off, and you'll go to IHOP with your family, and you know, chill. Maybe watch well, TV. Won't be IHOP, but play some Fortnite. Oh, wow. I didn't realize how expensive IHOP was. Oh, y'all went to IHOP today? We did. Yeah, we got up 7.30, took the kids to IHOP before school and stuff. They were stoked. Took forever. Cool. I've had kind of a little cough going on, but I'm good. Yeah, I think you have the corona. I think you've had it for the past week. Well, here's the thing is, I had to cough really bad this morning in IHOP. And, dude, everybody was looking at me. Like, I mean, there were conversations flying everywhere. And then I'm like, <laughs> and everybody's just... Look sexy. Yeah, and I, like I looked at Hannah. And I was, I was waiting on the lady to bring my card back, and I was like, "Look, you, you sign it. I'm out. I'm gonna go call <laughs> in the van." So <laughs> I don't want to get uh, everybody like jump on you. Exactly, dude. I was scared to death. I thought I'm telling you. I thought I was gonna be targeted. <laughs> Put you in handcuffs. <sighs> the pancakes were still fat though, and uh, by the way, Amy. Best waitress, best waitress in the house. I have no last name on that. It's just Amy. She's awesome. She threw it down. Me and Amber went to Steel's Dives, and the and our waitress she was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Don't remember her name though. Hey, I hit her with my prayer request thing. Oh really? Yeah. Man, I didn't get to do that. She goes, "No, I'm good." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I was like, yeah, I was like, is she a non-believer or what?" So is yeah. that what she said? No, I'm good. Yeah, she goes, no, I'm good, thanks. I was like, Usually right, people cool. are like, um, uh, um, I guess for the, so the audience knows what we're talking about. Every time me and Josh go eat, I make it an absolute point to ask the, the whoever's serving us uh, if they need prayer for anything because we're about to pray over the food. Yeah. It's just an easy opportunity. And you get so many different reactions. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people are just quick. They're just, yeah, of course I need prayer for this or this. But I, I've had one dude literally tell me, like, you know what? Just pray that everybody else is as awesome as me. And I'm like, man, well, there's no self-righteousness in that no. answer. And then some people just look at you like a deer in headlights. Yeah, and they're like, what just like, happened? I don't yeah. know what's going on. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah. It's like, you know, uh. I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's, oh, man, I'm telling you, Amy, this morning, she did not miss a beat. She's like, I'm good. I was like, all right, well, cool, you know. But, uh, I was, you know, I'm I'm glad my kids see me do stuff like that. I'm not, I'm not bragging on myself. I, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just, it's hard to raise your kids to to love the Lord if you don't 
let them see you love the Lord. You know I'll, what I mean? Dude, I pray that every morning when I do my, you know, normal prayer or whatever. I pray like I want my kids. Well, you pray daily. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do we need to cut the power cast off? Maybe we should. Maybe we should. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but anyway, like, uh, and that's what I pray for. I want my kids, but not only see me, I want them to see me and my wife as a team, as a marriage couple that has God first. Mm-hmm. I want them to see that. I want them to grow up with that because I, I don't want them to wonder how a marriage or whatever should be. I want them to know by our marriage. You know what? Speaking of not letting people wonder what's going on, I think we've delayed enough making people wonder what the topic is today on the podcast. Yeah. Again, this is another Cody topic. I did Last pick the week, topic. and this is his topic again. Because I wanted to say that because it's, this is actually not a political topic. Yeah. It's uh, what you call, you call what? Cultural. cultural. Yeah. So... Uh, which we need to talk about it because it, it, it is it affecting the church. So yeah, absolutely. Ahead. All right. Well, I went ahead and pulled some facts down. Uh, just oh some, just some to kind of get there us started. Go. No, just like a news article. Uh, I took this from uh, discern.com. Yeah. That's D I S R E N dot com. Uh, they put out a news story. Here's the headline: John MacArthur defies California church ban. Uh, it started out like this, a higher court of appeals at the end of the day on Friday last week reversed a lower court's decision. Oh wait, so they actually went to court over this. Yes. Um, it wasn't his church specifically. Uh, he's not been indicted from what I understand, but what happened is the California governor, Gavin Newsom, uh, who happens to be a Democrat, uh, Gavin Newsom. I don't um, know why that has. I'm sorry. You didn't have to say that. Okay, my fault. Gavin Newsom, I just want to get you excited. Yeah, I know. Gavin Newsom, the uh, Democratic Californian governor. Yeah. Um, okay, say it again. <laughs> all right, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California. Uh, you know, he puts out, sort of like Tate Reeves has done here in Mississippi, uh, just an executive order on different things involving um, every aspect of whatever. Well, he puts out one doing a complete ban on indoor church services. And... Um, he uh well that's a complete so you can't even go outdoor you can indoor you can't yeah outdoor you can hold services i'm not sure if there's a gap in california where it's 100 million degrees outside yes and everything's literally on fire because it's so hot yes that's and that's actually some points that have been brought up okay uh, about that but um a it went to court over whether or not i guess some attorneys decided to challenge that yeah took it to court and a lower court reversed it, and they said, "Yes, you can meet." Yeah. All right. Well, then a higher court came back, reversed Reverse that. It. Okay. Okay. And yeah, they reversed that, and they did it in what's called an eleventh hour judgment, which means they do it on Friday at like four o'clock when they're about to go home, and you can't do crap about it until Monday. It's really cheesy and corny the way they did that. It's and not cheesy and corny. It's messed up. It's and trash. Exactly. Yeah. And so this all came. Right in the midst of a another 11th hour judgment that came from our own Supreme Court, which is the highest court in the United States, they heard a case about casinos in Nevada being able to operate at 50% capacity while churches, in this specific case in Nevada, could only operate at a 50-person you know, uh, attendance cap. So, so fifty that's people. Different. That's two different things because two different fi- things because fifty percent mm-hmm. is could be fifty percent of a 
100%. Yeah, I mean, 10,000 could fit, yeah. so 5,000 could still come. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this this was a 50-person gap, not a 50% gap, a 50-person gap regardless of how big the church is Yeah, across the board. Um, the Supreme Court upheld that in a 5-4, very divided, very controversial vote. But what happens is when the Supreme Court makes decisions, it literally impacts all the other courts because they look at the Supreme Court, they say, how did the Supreme Court handle this? That's how we need to handle it. You see what I'm saying? They yeah. set precedents. And so in the midst of that, California upholds this. They reverse the the uh, lower court that allowed them to meet, and they um, they told them they could no longer meet. John MacArthur is the pastor of Grace Community Church, and he says, well, we're meeting anyway. I think he's literally 137 years old. I don't know. He was. You can literally find videos of this guy. He looks like he's 60 in the 80s, talking to Larry King live on TV, uh, talking about the Lord. But um, him up. yeah, he's a uh, he's a very old dude, and he's really awesome, and uh, got a lot of books out. Very popular yeah. as far as pastors go. But I've um, seen him before probably. He titled his sermon. First of all. He, he defied the ruling. He said, we're going to church. He met with his church on Sunday. He referred to the church meeting as the Grace Community Church Peaceful Protest. Uh, he titled his sermon, We Must Obey God Rather Than Men. And then in his sermon, he said, oh, and I love, Peter. I love this. It is. Uh, I actually got some of that in my notes. Yeah, me too. Okay, good deal. Uh, I think we'll be closer than we thought on this one then. Uh, in his sermon, he actually said, we are not meeting to be rebellious. We are meeting because the Lord commands us to. Very beautiful, very well spoken. Uh, one source that I highly respect, his name is Costi Hinn. He's the nephew of the famed uh, faith healer, Benny Hinn. Um, he is the also the well-respected pastor of Redeemer Bible Church. The he nephew? put out What? The nephew? Yes, Costi Hinn. He put out a status on Facebook, and he said, well, what you should be asking about John MacArthur is not, do I agree with that and what he's doing? It's instead, will I have the courage when it's my turn? Today's article um, at For the Gospel is filled with a sobering conviction from Jan Benzinger, hashtag For the Gospel. That was his post. Uh, Critics of MacArthur's actions have cited the verse from Romans 13, let everyone submit to the governing Authority, since there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are instituted by God. Okay, so before you keep going. I was actually stopping right there. Okay, good. Yeah. So we got got this what the topic is about. It's about uh, John going uh, against the quote-unquote laws of the land Mm -hmm. in California. Right. Okay, so he had church regardless. He did. And Cody's getting up because I'm about to ask you a question that you're going to have to answer. Go ahead. All right, so if you was the pastor, what would you have done? We're really going really to do that? Yeah. Um, I, mean, I would have had church. I don't know. I mean, I, that's just, I don't, I don't know. I'm. Call me the, the rebel. The, I guess call it talk. You know, you can refer to the the rebel inside of me or whatever. Yeah. But I, uh, I completely would have had church. I, yeah. I think I agree, um, pretty much wholeheartedly with John MacArthur, uh, especially 
when you read what he said, when he said, we're not meeting to be rebellious, we're meeting because the Lord commands us to. Uh, and, and, you know, you look at it from the outside and you're understanding, you're understanding that COVID is a real thing and that it's a serious disease and that we should be absolutely careful of it. You know, but then you're also looking into a world who the people that are giving you the law are people that do not abide by God's law. And so, you know, they're, they don't understand. You see what I'm saying? But in our case, in our special case. a lot of people do not understand. They don't. Because you know why? They don't realize uh, the truth Mm -hmm. that is in the Bible. They don't realize the truth, not only the truth, but the facts right. that are in the Bible. Right. So, all right, Carol. Well, I was, I was just going to say what we're seeing, especially from those leaders, is what feels like to me a target on the church. Yeah, of course. Yep. Um, because they're, they're, there's hypocrisy in their voice because they either – applaud or outright deny other large groups of people standing for a cause. You see what I'm saying? All right, so the casino thing was in Nevada. Right. What about California? Um, Well, California, uh, they've they've banned a lot of things, but um, one thing that is not, they're not, they won't say it. They just, they pretty much pretend like it doesn't happen, really, is... The protests that take place in large large areas yeah. like Los Angeles and different places, and those they have a cause, just like the church has a cause. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But those are being justified. Yeah. Um. And it's 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 a new cultural precedence, and um, it's it's the one is okay. The other is not yeah. the one is for a cause and the other's just stupid. Yeah. But for some reason it's the church is the one that's getting the attack. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. What do you think, brother? Well, the, the, the first time I heard this mm-hmm. story, which I think pretty much you gave it to me, uh, First, let me lead off with this because I, I want to go back to a previous episode that we had. Uh, that because I don't want to get back, people be like, "Well, you're contradicting yourself." I know exactly what you're saying. Uh, because here in here in Mississippi, we had or yeah, Mississippi, we had a church that was so mad that uh, we couldn't have church that mm-hmm. it was shut down. Right. But you still could go to Walmart and buy groceries, mm-hmm. which. Uh, at that time, everything yeah. was shut down mm-hmm. because we didn't know what we was dealing with. Right. But most churches still had churches online. Yeah. Um, and we had to, and that's what people forget that, yes, we are the church, okay? Yeah. It's more than just a building. But they, I guess, I guess you can say, quote unquote, protested, but they did it the wrong way. Yeah, they went I, yeah. and showed their tails. Mm-hmm. Okay, and did not show the love of Christ like we're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Didn't show the grace like yeah. they're supposed to. They went and started some trouble. Okay, yeah. this church didn't. I don't believe. I mean, they met in their building. They met in their building. Didn't bother anybody. Mm-hmm. Didn't. 
I'm pretty sure they didn't go on Facebook and was bashing. I mean, I don't know that to be a fact, but I'm just yeah. assuming, which I probably shouldn't do. <laughs> no, I can, I can confirm. I mean, no, nobody okay, was see, attacked. Yeah, so nobody was attacked. But when I first, so saying that to say this, when I first heard this, my first thought is like, okay, the law is saying I can't have church in my church building. Yeah. I'm going to figure a way around it. Mm. So first, my mind went to, okay, we'll do it outside, which you said that was fine. But you're talking about California. Okay. It's probably 100 degrees outside, which here in Mississippi, the humidity. Yeah. Okay, I didn't even say that right, but whatever. It sounded good. Is <laughs> ridiculous here. Mm. So I was like, fine, how, how can I work my way around it? Mm. And then I was like, back in the day, you used to have these big revivals with a, with a uh, tinted. Mm. You would go into a side of tents. Yeah. And then do it. I was like, okay, go do that. And I was like, wait, it's still going to be hot. This is all going in my mind, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, you know what? I didn't realize you thought this much. Oh, yeah, I did. I, my mind was like running. And uh, is that a joke or something? No, what were you saying, man? Okay, yeah, whatever. And then I, I was like, you know what? This happened in the Bible. Yeah. Like Peter and John got put in prison. Mm-hmm. And uh, told that they was not supposed to talk about Christ. You got the, you got my notes. Okay. <laughs> so there's like you're not supposed to do that. Okay. Well, not I do. All. Before you get there, and I do, I know, I know right where you had. I do want to. I had the same thought. Are we hypocrites? Because if you just a oh, co- sorry. couple That's months ago, we we got on here and we started yeah. talking about uh, what happened here locally with these guys who. Then you actually threw the name. <laughs> I did accidentally, but you know, listen. A couple of things. Shout out Holly Springs. Were okay. <laughs> a couple of things were remarkably different in these things. For one thing, the intent to cause a malicious scene, which indefinitely hurt Christianity's name. Hurt? Yeah, I, I'm willing to bet it hurt that church. I'm just, I don't know that for a fact. Yeah. It, but it had to, man. Yeah, and, of course. And I'll be honest with you, that pastor seemed so arrogant, it drove me insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- there was definitely the wrong kind of spirit yeah. was, was there. Um, and so, again, I don't want to I don't want to seem hypocritical. But at the same time, me and you both, if I'm not mistaken, we can go back and listen to that, that episode. Me and you both said, we understand why they did what they did. Yeah. We just disagreed with how they did it. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, I totally get why they did it. Yeah. But how they did it is different. Right. Pastor John, yeah. I believe, did it correctly. Right. He didn't. And, I'm, and he didn't. Because uh, I think that church, the one here in Mississippi, that, uh, I think they got together and was like, let's cause some ruckus. Yeah. And if you don't know what that means in uh, Southern talk, we're going to cause some problems. Yeah. So we're going to effectively start a riot. <laughs> you know, I mean, um, I mean, they had the law called on them. Yeah, and had to be forced out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know. And they had kids with them, which drove me insane. Yeah, yeah. What are you? What are you showing? Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. Now, now, I just wanted to throw that out. I wanted to make sure everybody kind of got exactly where we were going to with that because I do think that's an excellent point that you, um, uh, that you bring up. But now you were about to go to I think Acts chapter four. Well, actually, I was, I, I wasn't going to go over there. I was going to give like the sum of it, uh-huh. but I was going to jump to Acts five twenty nine. Of course, is what apparently his message was on, mm-hmm. which is we must we must obey God rather than man. Right. 
I mean, you can keep going. No, you can give some more on that. I, I... Well, it's just, it's just bothering me. It's like, like yes, Apostle Paul talks about in Romans uh, 13, I believe. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, I, I yeah Romans 13. Yeah. Okay. Uh, talked about how we were supposed to uphold the government, listen to the government. Right. You know, but if it defies the Bible, yeah. then that's where us as Christians have to <coughs> take a stand. Because here's the problem that I got, okay? And this might be actually somewhat political. I don't Tell know. me what the thing is. This is what here. All right, you, here's the thing is. Here's what the thing is. Oh, yes. Okay. Let me get some music for that segue. Oh, yeah. That would be funny. <laughs> but anyway. And here's the thing is with Josh Sanders. <laughs> that would be great. Now we're going to go to what the thing is. What the thing is. Here's the thing is. is. All right, for real. Here's the thing is. Yeah, here's the thing is. You made me lose my chain of thought. What was it? You were saying uphold the government. Apostle Paul said uphold the government. But if it goes against God's okay, law. Oh, here's what I'm okay. This is actually might be somewhat political. And if it is, forgive me because I hate talking about political stuff. Yeah, Josh. But get trash out of here. What really frustrates me, and and, and this this situation proves it, uh-huh. is that a certain people can say whatever they want, do whatever they want, and it is justified by all means. They can say whatever they want. But when we, as Christians, stand up for what we believe in, oh, we're no. trying to push it and shove it down people's throat. But we're not. Man. I don't have this Bible running. Yeah. Okay, y'all. Hottest twins, really? Okay. <laughs> about to make me speak in tongues over here. Okay, that's what we're doing. Yeah. I'm sorry. But you cannot, you can't say that I'm shoving it down your throat when I'm just literally stating my opinion when you're trying to make me be like, hey, whatever you're saying doesn't matter and you're and you're just overdoing it. Mm-hmm. But basically saying we need to calm down, but we're not the ones that's actually, we're not the loudest ones. Yeah. Which I believe it is about time for us to start being the loudest ones. Personally. Boom. Love it. Uh, Romans 13. Uh, Paul talks about a few things. Let everybody submit to the governing authorities. God put them there anyway. Uh, he goes on to say, the person who's good, who has good intent, you have nothing to worry about because the job of the government is to make sure you stay safe in the yep. midst of the bad. So if you're not doing something wrong, then you don't have a problem. You don't have a worry. And then he goes on to say, make sure you pay your taxes because they've got to do their job in protecting your liberty. Yeah. Now, here's what the problem is, Josh. What's the problem is? What do we do when the government's no longer doing their job that Paul laid out as defined by God yeah. to protect my liberties? Yeah. My liberty in the Constitution is to be able to practice my religion mm-hmm. no matter what. Now, what if the government is no longer protecting my liberty? You know what? This makes me think. See if, it, see if this makes sense. Okay. Because you say that, mm-hmm. you got the Old Testament and the New Testament. Okay. I think so. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Well, well, I'm pretty sure there's an Old Testament and a New Testament. Old Covenant, New Covenant. Right. The Sadducees. I'll Google it. The Sadducees, the Pharisees, there's like, you know what, we've got to uphold this law. Mm-hmm. This is how we're doing it. This is what we're going to do. Even though they're so self-righteous and so hypocritical, they themselves wasn't upholding the law or doing exactly what they're supposed to do, even though 
They wanted to twist it mm-hmm. for them. Oh yeah. But when Jesus came and says, No, 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 we don't need that we don't need that anymore. We're gonna do it this way. Mm. Which is the right way. Mm. And they're like, No, uh uh-uh. uh. You, Jesus, need to calm down. Yeah. So I want y'all to think about that because right now that's what's going on. The government might say, Hey, do it this way, shut your mouth, but we need to listen to Christ, which is like, No, 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 no. This is how you do it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I think it does. I think it completely makes sense. I actually thought about the Pharisees who who were effectively governmental leaders. You know, they, mm-hmm. they had a high influence yeah, in the government of the day. And Josh, they just they just wrote their own laws. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean these laws were um these laws were effectively additions to God's law, but without asking God if it was okay, more yeah. or less, you know? And the Bible's clear about Adam. Yeah, it really is. And uh, he, uh, you know, I, I'm, this is this is what I was thinking about when I was reading this. What, what if the government is no longer holding up their end of the deal? Then what happens, yeah. you know? Am I still then to submit? I mean, when Emperor Nero was burning Christians, uh, you know, as as streetlights yeah. uh, in in the later end of Paul's days, was Paul supposed to just say, "Yeah, just get in line and uh, get totally torched. It'll it'll be fine." I mean, that's you know, God put them there for a reason. No, the government was no longer defending their liberties at that time. You know, and one thing to ask is, Josh, was the American Revolution justified? I mean, we had some authorities yeah. over our head. You know, we had some people that were... A lot of Christians have a problem with that. Yeah, I mean, was that justified? What about the civil rights movement? I mean, you know, effectively, people had put in these nice, fancy Jim Crow laws to keep our African-American brothers and sisters down, put yeah. you know, put down and suppressed. And, uh, you know, I mean, why rise up? You know, was Rosa Parks not in sin whenever she uh, sat at the front of the bus, or, or yeah. was it the front of the back? She's, she, they wouldn't allow to sit at the front. And she sat at the front, yeah. right? And uh, another thing, were the Jews just supposed to go ahead and take a, you know, turn on the gas for the gas chamber because Hitler was in power yeah. at yeah. the time? You know, whenever he was effectively genociding the Jews. Here's my question, Josh, and this is one that I really would love to debate. At what point? Does it go from being a sinful activity to a just cause? Yeah. To stand up what you believe in. And the reason, and that's a good question because, correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, I will. We will, won't we, audience? This is what I, uh, in my head, I believe Mm -hmm. and feel that is correct. Mm -hmm. But if we just sit back and let them do it, then is that not saying, hey, uh, I don't care. Almost in like mm-hmm. where Christ says, if you deny me, I will deny you in front of my father. Right. So us sitting back now, do not just let me, is that not us somewhat part, somewhat us denying him? Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you're not going to sit up and stand up for what you believe in, and you just sit back and let him do it, and you're almost like, you know what, it's whatever, I don't even care anymore. Christ says, if you deny me in front of in front of the people, I would deny you in front of my father. I don't know about you, but they could put a gun to my head. I'm not denying them. Right. 
Because if they do pull the trigger, I yeah. know where I'm going. Exactly. Falling right in the arms of Christ. Um, there was a you know, there was a point in time in my life when thinking about that literally scared me to death. Because I, I did not know where I was going at all. Well, well you know what? That scared me to death when I, when I was younger <clears throat> because it happened a few times when we, when we were in high school. Uh, yeah, Columbine. And a lot of people was like, no. And I think one person actually said, yeah. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she, she did. did. It was movie. okay. I want to make yeah, sure. Yeah, no, she did. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah she okay. said, yeah, he pulled the trigger. Yeah. Uh, and gosh, I'm actually, I'm mad at myself. I can't think of her name right now, but uh, yeah. 1997 Col- Columbine. Yeah. Uh, that happened. Yeah. Um, but Josh, uh, I had a, like a whole thing I was about to say, and then it just totally left. So I don't know what happened. Right well, you were talking about the, uh, the war and civil rights and, Rosa Park, which was all what they did. Oh, I know what I was about to say. You brought up right. Jesus. Yeah, okay. Well, here's one thing I was going to say. You know, when you look at Jesus, when he's before the Sanhedrin and he's pretty much on trial, you look at him and you say, you know, there's several times in the scripture where it was like, you know, and he did not defend himself. And he, he answered them back, not, you know, in the old King James, whenever they said something. Um and you're like, well, look at that. I mean, he just he just let y'all. Jesus had to die for the sins of the world. If anything else, that's because he loved you, not because he was some kind of person who, you know, loved getting run over and trampled over and and uh, hurt and ultimately killed. No, that's because he loved you. He knew he had to do it. He kept his mouth shut out of love uh, for you, you know, and um, which. In this today's world, oh, think about that too. Yeah. Because we also need to know when to shut our mouth. Exactly. And when to not shut our mouth. You're right. You're right. At that point in time, the Pharisees and religious leaders didn't want. They didn't keep their mouth shut. They no. kept. They kept on and on and on. Well, I was thinking in contrast to that. You know, at that point in time, Jesus' trial that was obviously toward the end of his life. But in the, uh, I don't know if you remember this or not, but. At one point in time, he called the Pharisees uh, a brood of snakes, I think. (laughs) I mean, like, he was not scared to let them have it with extreme prejudice. Hypocrites all the time. Yeah, absolutely. I I loved every minute. Oh, it was awesome. But, you know, in a final thought, uh, as we're getting closer, you know, you you brought up Acts um, chapter 5. And in chapter 4, I actually preached on this a while back. Um, In Acts chapter 4, we can actually see a biblical justification for when we go against the the principalities of the world um whenever the the religious leaders uh had arrested peter uh and james i think that's yeah. who it was for yeah. speaking the guy actually i don't think that's right but it was i know peter was one of them peter and john john was it i think it's peter and john he they were they were preaching the gospel the they got arrested um and what what effectively happened from there is uh, they they bring them back out. They really don't have much to charge them with, but they just go ahead anyway because they have the power. And they say, "Hey, um, here's the deal. I mean, you can go free, but we're gonna need you to stop talking about this Jesus." And they were like, "Look, whether or not it's right for us to listen to you or to God, that's up to you to figure out. But we can only speak about what we've seen and heard, and that is Jesus Christ and Him crucified. So thank you. Have a good day. And they had no choice but to let them go. They had nothing on them. Uh, and, you know, I mean, Peter literally, directly looked at 
the leaders and said, no thanks. Yeah. We obey God, not you. Exactly. You know? And, and, I mean, was he justified? I think so. It was in the Bible. I mean, yeah. of course. You know, in Moses' day, well, we talk about this I all the time. that was going to happen. It says, just dust your feet off and keep going. Yeah, exactly. In, in Pharaoh's day, was the midwives justified when Pharaoh said, kill all the babies, the Israelite boys? Uh, and uh, they said, uh, yeah, we're I'm sorry we're not going to do that. And they, they lied. Were they wrong? Were they in sin? Perhaps. You know, perhaps the lie was sinful, but here's the, were they justified? I mean, they effectively protected Moses, who gave us the first five books of the Bible, mm-hmm. you know. Um, who actually was the first person to free slavery. Wow. That's, a, that's an excellent point. Josh, you have anything to add, man? We're cl- closing uh, in on 30, 32 minutes here. Yeah, I, I, I guess real quick, talking about Peter, and, and I'm pretty sure it's Peter and John. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, Shows how huh? hard we study. Well, I'm, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love how you were like, I'm going to defend well, this. So well, yeah, forget but, it. No. Yeah, okay. But uh, actually, one of the leaders came to their senses is like, hey, uh, just like uh, he named two or three people, they all died and nothing happened. He goes, and eventually Peter and James went too, or Peter and John went too. Mm-hmm. He goes, but if they're if it's true and they are doing this on God's power, you're not going to win. Yeah. And I want you. I just want to encourage people that. Okay. This is on His power, not us, not you, not me, not anybody around us. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna let you know this stuff has been around for over two thousand years. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a lot longer if it, if He comes before then. Mm-hmm. All right. We're not have to, we don't have to fight on our might. We fight on his power. Okay, Amen he'll set that. it straight eventually. Yeah, he's got the final word. Yeah, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. I, want to, I just want you to, make, I want you to remember that. Mm-hmm. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess. These people that are so against us Christians, mm-hmm. they're going to see us one day and mm-hmm. they're going to be like, man, they were right. Yeah. Right. That's a good point, Josh. And you know what? Speaking of uh, the power of God, speaking of the power of Christ's sacrifice, I just want to go on. And uh, as we're about to close out, we end every episode by um, just taking one more look at the gospel and inviting you into salvation uh, Mm -hmm. because it's freely available by the power of Christ and what he did on the cross. Christ took all of your sin, the ones you've already committed, the one you'll commit today, uh, the ones that you'll commit in the future, he took them all to the cross and he effectively absolutely destroyed them by the power um, of his awesome might and uh, the power of his awesome sacrifice. Uh, John said it like this, look, behold the lamb who takes away the sins of the world. John saw him like this, the alpha and the omega, the very beginning and the very end. He is the final say, mm-hmm. and uh, he can have the final say in your life, no matter your past. Um, he can be your ultimate future. And so um, with that being said, I just want to invite you guys to pray with me uh, right here as we go to close out this episode. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, God, I just, uh, God, I'm so thankful for you. I'm thankful for your son, Jesus, Lord. And uh, God, I'm thankful for this podcast. I'm thankful for Josh, Lord. 
Um, I'm thankful, Lord, for this audience, uh, Lord, however few they are, God, that are here faithfully listening, um, God, each week to hear about you. And, Father, I pray that, Lord, we're doing justice uh, to them, God, as they come to hear um, each week something from us, Lord, to think about, to ponder on, to talk about. Uh, and, Lord, I pray they hear you. God, highly exalted above everything we say, Lord. And God, I just pray if there's one here who's listening, Father, that they would be willing, Lord, to say, yes, I believe, and that they would accept the sacrifice, uh, God, of uh, and the uh, gift of salvation that has been given through Jesus Christ and his death on the cross. Um, I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Thank you guys for listening. Feel free to email us, weirdlifepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you uh, want to trash anybody, trash Cody, not me. Absolutely. Feel free to give me constructive, I like to call it constructive criticism. Oh, I like to call trash because he is trash. (laughs) Feel free to email us, give us ideas for topics, whatever you'd like to hear us talk about. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Peace out.